Look, for, for me, I mean, 9-11, people in New York who come here and, and say things like, I'm a New Yorker, <sighs> like, like, if you don't know what that actually is and what that feels like, it's hard for me to understand that you know that level of grit. I mean, granted, everyone has had some form of terrible tragedy in their life at of some course. different level. But when it comes to a New Yorker, right? Like there's a spirit here of the underdog, the overcoming, the mm-hmm. David versus Goliath, mm-hmm. the the you know dreaming. Absolutely. There's 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 also the moment of like not giving up, but like shelving something and being able to do something here in New York, but like hold on to that dream. Absolutely. If that makes sense, like becoming yes, like yes. A, a, a fire department employee, mm-hmm. be, becoming part of sanitation, like there's this camaraderie in there that Absolutely. like those are New Yorkers. Yeah, <laughs> you from Wisconsin, God bless, aren't, and that's fine. It doesn't make you any less than. But don't don't come don't come here and act like you're something you're not. Yeah, because we'll spit yeah. you and send you right back yeah. wherever exactly. the fuck you came from. And today, this New York is very different than the New York of ten years ago oh, right, and right, of twenty right. years ago. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I believe Absolutely. that as things are still difficult here to do, I think that that's because there's a cannibalistic nature today, because it's also incestuous. People from all these houses all share the same networks, all the same circles. So it's super incestuous. Yeah. So yeah. of course it's going to be harder to succeed because you're you're fighting off that. But there was a different New York. The New York that we know had like no problem for an artist to walk in and drop down at an agency, and the hiring manager walk in and be like, "What are you kidding me with this shit? Get out of here!" Like people. People don't know what that feels like. And I'm not saying that that was right. No. I'm just saying that that was what the norm was here. Here. Absolutely. And that created a different type of DNA of human being. Yes, 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 yes. Because it was work, whereas like a lot of like the artistic and entertainment spaces nowadays, probably in wellness too, I can't speak to that, but are often afforded by just like pre-existing luxury, pre-existing mm-hmm. access, pre-existing opportunity. And if you don't have that head start, good fucking luck. Exactly. Yeah. Got, and, and, and who cares if you're actually authentic? Right, right. <laughs> and you're as long actually as you have 20,000 followers. That's yes. what it is, Chris. You just yeah. gotta have the followers. Right. Exactly. Right. No, that, uh, that's a really good point. And I never would have thought about like pre-New York because I was only 11 when 9-11 happened, but just feeling that in the resonance of everything there on end and even on a day like today just really makes me think about the work that I'm doing here in a completely different capacity. Mm. Completely different. Think about that. It's real. I know. So where in Brooklyn is your are your parents from? So uh, parts of Canarsie. Okay. Uh, Diker Heights <laughs> and Bath Avenue. Okay. By uh, Bay 13th. I don't know the neighborhood anymore. Okay. Because it okay. If washed. it's even there. Yeah. 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 And it's very different these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I we wound up leaving when I was like a year or two years old and we moved to Staten Island and I've been there the whole time. And in Brooklyn, I was born in Maimonides Hospital. Okay. You know, my siblings were born in Maimonides Hospital. Mm-hmm. It's wow. like, like, my dad went to New York. You know Sammy the Bull? Yes. From... Gravano. Yes. Yeah. My dad went to fucking grade school. Oh, the shit. The reason why he got his nickname <laughs> Sammy the Bull was actually because when he was a little kid in kindergarten, 
he would take his fingers and put them up like this, and he would and charge people like a bull. And that's where he got his nickname from, because my dad saw him as a little kid and think that he was crazy. Like, those are, those are stories that, like, where do you get? No, I know. Nowhere. I'll tell you where. Nowhere. Yeah. I know. Wait, so is your family from Long Island? My mom is from Bay Ridge, so that's why I was ah. asking if you have that connection to it. And my dad is from Hollis, Queens. So I'm first generation Long Islander. Ah. Uh, like, I like, I like the, the accent. I, I, Long Islander. It's got to come out real quick. Uh, but my parents are all from the city. Okay. Yeah. And you were in Long Island when 9-11? I was, I yeah. was indeed, and but you had parents commuting, you had no. friends' parents, friends' right. parents commuting, right. my parents, all and, that, and then it like what's interesting, yeah, just looking at the way the tragedy affects it in different ways, and then right afterwards, and it's things you wouldn't even think about, right? Was that to commemorate the people who like never took the train home that day, and their parking, their cars were still in the commuter lots. Oh. Mm-hmm. All of the children like wrote on the parents' cars like, oh I love God. you, Daddy, I miss you, Mommy. And then they went on the tow trucks, like the like the big, big, big yeah. truck, and then drove around Long Island. See? Wow. Just, this is the thing that people don't know. I know. Oh, on Staten Island, because oh, forget it. I the people the people who worked in the World Trade Center were predominantly from Staten Island. Okay. We lost hundreds of people oh, from I'm Staten sure. Island. Those ferries, yeah, just the ferry. <laughs> it just shuffles people in. <laughs> you walk right on, yeah. Or and fire to firefighters. The fire department, Police rescue department. five in Staten Island, just days before, were in my parents' house, with my mother, and she was giving them lemonade and stuff because there was a fire in a house down the street. Which my mother always, because you know the old Italian woman, right. uh, she's like. They're Arabs, and there was a computer fire, and now they've gone, and this and that. And I'm like, all right, well, what, like, I grew up with the kids. I mean, granted, they beat me up at any opportunity they had, <laughs> which kind of felt weird. Um, but, you know, you never know. You never know. Could have been something else. So, but the, the, the story is that all those guys that were in my parents' house. Gone. Yeah. A week later. Yeah. Actually, it was three days. It was three days. Oh, yeah. Well, my, my sister, my older sister at the time, lived in Harlem but worked downtown. And she had to walk home. But that was before, like, she had, like, a cell phone, but it, like, died. And, like, yeah. we didn't hear from her for, like, eight hours that day. <gasps> so that was the panic for us. And we was like, we don't know where she is. She wasn't nowhere near. Like, she worked on, like, 20, not far from here. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we don't know what's yeah, going on. We have no we idea had, what's going yeah, on. Was it a family. biological on top of it? Like, there was so much panic here no in the city. No Like, even, so my dad picked me up from school. And then we went to go pick my twin sister up from her school on the other side of the Bronx. And the whole time, I'm just looking in the sky. The yeah. whole time. Like, the buses were packed. We couldn't get a cab. Like, it took us hours to get to her. Then we had to get home. And the whole time, every time, like, anything happened... How about when the F-16s were flying around? That was terrifying. Yeah. And going over the George Washington Bridge in order to get to Staten Island because you couldn't go anywhere else to get out of the city. Because the Brooklyn Bridge was closed, the battery tunnel was shut down, and I remember having to go across and you could see the plume of smoke. And then when you get to Staten Island, Staten Island, I mean, (laughs) just... Like, it just... It rocked that. I oh, I can't. I on a level that I I didn't even. That I didn't, you'll never know until right. You're and always there's there's this it. this row of all the all the finance people. 
Yeah, it's not going to have that simplistic, like, stereotyping. It's not. Okay. I never do I've, that. I've heard people say, like, they've dated Capricorns, and they're like, that. it's, like, the worst thing that has ever happened Oh, uh, well, that. the drama is real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I I used to read a lot of places about, because um, I, I went through this phase where I was obsessed with astrology, like, when I was in high school. Nice. And that Capricorns are boring. No. Okay. No, we'll go into that. Okay. Unless, should I say now? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Okay. Yeah. No, Capricorns are not boring. It's just access to that personality structure is earned. Mm. It's earned. Okay. A lot of people come in hot, yeah, right? Like, true. here I am. Look at me. Oh, my God. These are my stories. This is my shit. Yeah. Right? Capricorn's like, oh you God, do not so have an invitation to my existential world just yet. Yes. So before I throw my pearls at swine, which is a biblical quote, oh my God. why don't you just fall the fuck back yeah. until I deem you somebody who can handle the weight of my story? And I can't handle the weight of yours because I just met you too. Mm. So yeah, get a therapist. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Right, get the fuck we out of here. We were just talking like at whenever we were all together, and I was saying how all of my relationships have been with people I consider close friends, and mm. I think that has to do with what you just said. The like, foundation. I've never met a stranger, and it's like we're supposed to be together now. I was like, no, like you had to have known me for like a year yes. at least, and then I and I don't know why because. I call myself getting on Bumble, and I was like, that is not who I am That is at not all. who you are. At no. All. I had it for like one day, and like, no. Well, good, and, and you tried. And I tried. You know, I tried because I'm newly single, so I was like, okay, hmm, okay what okay. do single people do these days? Right. They go Let me get on an app, oh. exactly. It didn't work for me. Okay, It didn't good. work for me. So, welcome to Death Abs and Smoothies, which is Bobo's podcast. Love it. And I have been chatting with Colin for like the last hour now, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and thank you for your insight on 9-11. Um, I love pleasure. being able to talk to native New Yorkers about what happened that day 17 years later. And we got to hear from Chris, which our listeners are always excited about. Um, so, welcome, Colin. Thank you. I'm going to let you give our listeners a little spiel about yourself. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. We're happy to have you. Yay. My name is Colin, and I am an astrologer. I've been studying uh, kind of what is called Western or Hellenistic astrology for about uh, 15 years now. Uh, I'm a Gemini twin, and <laughs> that is insane, <laughs> right? And you're a Capricorn twin. Which I am. Is so cool. I am. Yes. Um, and I am just so passionate about the conversation. I'm passionate about what it can do to provide clarity in other people's lives. What it can do to strengthen relationship health as well, and also just kind of contextualize one's functionality within the larger network of the universe. I think wow. astrology is a really powerful belief system mm-hmm. that allows. The participants and its readers to really feel like the universe is working for you not against mm. you i like that you said that because a lot of times i refer to astrology to like explain even my behavior or oh, someone else's behavior um and then someone brought this to my attention a couple weeks ago that was interesting and is that astrology is like universal like everyone can it doesn't matter your well maybe it doesn't matter your religion but like that's something that's fun for everyone to look absolutely. back to it's like okay wait what is my sign absolutely uh my mentors the astro twins ophira and tali mm-hmm. adu they wrote uh and i think it was there how to get along well with anyone it's a compatibility guide mm-hmm that astrology's ethos, the underlying bottom line, is acceptance for all. Because Mm -hmm. everybody has a star chart. Everybody has astrology. So you're right. It is a space where everybody has a Mm -hmm. seat at the table. And there are many contemporary religious and organized structures that cannot claim that, which Mm -hmm. is why there has been the great migration outside of those kind of doctrinal and dogmatic spaces where they say, like, I don't feel invited to this dialogue, Mm -hmm. but everyone is invited to astrology. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started in all of this? In all of this what? weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all of this magic stuff. Uh, so my mother had started talking about astrology when I was very young, and she had read Lady Goodman's Sun Signs, mm. as did a lot of New York women in the 70s and 80s. And she just sort of said out loud, like, what am I going to do with my Gemini son? Your father's a Leo, this and that. I was like, what does that even mean? And then I Googled it um, at the time. I was like, maybe 2000 and 2002. And I was like, G-E-M-I-N-I. And then the internet just barraged me mm. with all this material that was so astoundingly accurate. And it was really mm. amazing because it was cumulative to my interest at the time because mm -hmm. I, was, I was 12 years old. And I was watching Sailor Moon, which mm. is that Japanese anime yeah. about this kind of female superheroes who embody the archetypes of planets, right? Yeah. And I loved Greek mythology, and I loved Harry Potter, and it was really just this place, right? I know, I have to ask you what house yes. you are. Um, but there was really just this, this, this dialogue, this metaphysical belief system that incorporated all mm. these things that I just loved, and I have been hooked ever since. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I went through that phase where I was like obsessed too. It was like I had to read everything. Yeah, too. But it's hard because it like with the internet, like what's accurate like now. Right. Like now I would I try to like find like my rising and like my moon sign and like websites mm -hmm. were giving me different information. Now it's okay, like what is real? What is going you on? Know? Okay. So like how do you help people navigate like the, what's real about these signs? Because there's some people that think it's like all bullshit. Uh, well, you know, I, I always mention the fact that at the end of the day, it's not about belief. Mm -hmm. It's not. You know, one can believe in astrology. That's real great. One can believe in God and start wars in the name of God. Belief, ultimately, that's so completely yeah. meaningless. Yeah. It's about the experience that's at the heart of the system mm -hmm. here. We want to experience the peace of astrology. We want to experience compatibility. Mm -hmm. I want to experience the knowing that I am con contributing my natural gifts and abilities in service to the healing of the collective, mm -hmm. which is all inherent in the chart. So if somebody was asking me, like, how do I know what's true? How do I know it's not? Just try it sometime. Yeah. Astrology and astrologers have never claimed to have a monopoly on truth. Mm -hmm. It's just one articulation gotcha. of divine principles, right? Gotcha. And there are many. And if people find that through traditional religious approaches, more power to you. Mm -hmm. If you find it through psychological, secular approaches, more power to you too. But it really is just a matter of, are your beliefs manifesting as peaceful, mm -hmm. as relationally successful, and as just meaningful in your professional contributions yeah. as possible? So that's really kind of where I start. And gotcha. then I point them to particular trusted astrological software services mm -hmm. that do calculate birth charts very easily. And then we just kind of go from there and yeah. just ask them questions and see how that works. Because, yeah, it's it's not about the belief in astrology. It's the experience that yeah. matters. I totally agree with that. And it's funny because, like, I see my nephews experiencing, like, characteristics from their zodiac sign already from like three four years old i'm like because my wow. nephew's an aquarius okay and i feel like you can obviously correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like they're very quirky and like Eccentric, live in their own yes. world yes and dimension really they and like he has a brother that's like a year and a half older than him okay. and like he'll literally just be like he can entertain himself oh, wow. he's very and i'm like he's and then his brother's a virgo and mm. his brother is very like this has to be here and it's mm. like it's so interesting just seeing mm. how their personalities are mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. but what i'm interested in is like how can astrology and like the wellness industry kind of complement each other okay. is there any room like what are oh your absolutely and first i want to say your reflections about your two nephews mm -hmm. are 100 percent accurate oh wow to what say. so well done <laughs> thank the, you the aquarius yeah, is definitely 
yesterday. Oh, excellent. Happy yeah. belated. <laughs> yeah, the Aquarius would be in a whole nother dimension. Because they're, they're obligated to, mm -hmm. right? They explore alternative possibilities, yeah. deconstruct, subvert. Like, mm -hmm. what isn't working here? Yeah. Right? Whereas the Virgo, completely different. Like, what is the divine in the detail? Mm -hmm. What is the attention to the low micro to observe yes. the macro level yeah. of success and joy oh and peace? God. It's so interesting. Like, he found out that his... Um, and I'll be short with this. He found mm -hmm. out that his mom is older than his dad. Okay. And for some, and he's ten. For some reason, like that, just like blew his little mind. Yeah, like he just had so many questions about like the like their I dynamics and stuff I like that. It. And like he came back to me with questions, and I'm like, Jesus, I thought we talked about this already. And, and just, also mind your business. Right? No, no but seriously, like, he was just so intrigued, and like yeah. he had so many questions about it, and that. like what that had to do, and I'm sure that. Everything that happens in there, like that he sees, I think he, he's going to think about that. Of course. You know, well, like, Virgo and Gemini are both ruled by Mercury, which mm -hmm. is the most inquisitive, curious, analytical, and data-driven planet mm -hmm. in astrology. So if you have a Gemini or Virgo child, mm -hmm. they're going to be rapid-fire questions wow. with you because they have to. Yeah. Right? And I think it's really wonderful to kind of use astrology as a parenting resource mm -hmm. because... If you explain to them why mm. things are the way that they are, that actually allows them to achieve a certain level of enlightenment and self-actualization mm -hmm. that the other signs don't necessarily need. Got you. Got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'm so I feel like I interrupted you no, about no, no. the relationship between astrology and wellness. And wellness. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Well, I think that it's it's all complementary, right? Because there's so many different ways to kind of find a sense of inner peace, and we we're all using different language for it, yeah. right? Um, and I think that astrology's place is really allowing us to understand who am I, what are my gifts and abilities here, mm -hmm. right? Who am I in relationship to other people? Yeah. And who are we in relationship to serving the larger functioning of the universe of mm -hmm. which we are a part, right? Because it's interesting, when we talk about health, a lot of times the conversation is relegated to terms of like individual, me, yeah. I, yeah. right? Which is why what I love about your mission is you are putting the we back in wellness. Mm -hmm. Astrology also makes sure that you understand that the exploration of your personal natal chart mm -hmm. is not the end of your inquiry. Mm. You ha you are then obligated to learn a yeah. little bit more about how your natal chart is working in constant conversation and collaboration with the other ones that are near you. Because what we're seeing now in kind of contemporary culture is the fact that it is the quality of your relationships yeah. that determine the quality of your life. Definitely agree with and that. that's, I think, a way in which astrology can serve people who are interested in personal growth and wellness mm -hmm. uh, in ways that maybe, you know, a, some green juice couldn't. Right? <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just going to no, own it. True. Right? Like, no, going to the true. gym a bunch of times is wonderful for the individual. Yeah. But what are you doing to then max maximize exactly. your relational because health? you don't exist on this world alone. So it's like, Correct. you can do all this work on yourself. That's great. great. But then it's like, when you go out into the world like you have correct to, yeah. you have to bring that piece with you yeah. right and i think too what i appreciate about astrology is that a lot of surface level wellness mm -hmm. and spiritual analysis uh kind of thinks something is wrong if the universe isn't working well or like mm -hmm. you know oh i just want to be in a, in a place of peace and i'm just going to have self-care and i'm just going to focus on me and take a bubble bath and leave the world <laughs> whatever whereas like astrology is like no there are planets in retrograde and you have some self-correction to do wow so go out. No matter who uh, you are. Who the hell you are. Go out and apologize for the things you just did. Wow. 
okay? Accept forgiveness from other people as well mm -hmm. because you are not perfect just yet. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't have been born. So mm -hmm. figure your shit out, okay? That's so true. Yeah. And astrology does that, mm -hmm. right? It gives you that vehicle. Like, yeah. we're about to have Venus retrograde on October 6th. Yeah. I was just going to ask what's next. Wow, oh my God, yeah. so much. So Venus retrograde uh, is the moment when the planet of love, uh, romantic love, relational mm -hmm. love, right? Values, so really the kind of grounding convictions that inform the way that we make decisions on, on everything. Wow. And financial security, financial stability. That planet will retrograde in Scorpio and then Libra from October 6th to November 10th, I think. So why this is important is because our romantic relationships are about to be self-corrected by the universe. And there are, right, because there are a lot of people who will just be in total denial yeah. about what their partners are doing wrong, completely enabling Is and cuddling. Is this shit hits the fan, kind of? Precisely. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Because we live in a self-organizing universe, and that's how I understand astrology. Astrology mm -hmm. self-organizes the universe mm -hmm. to bring all people and everyone involved to their maximum level of self-actualization. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's the handwriting, that's the choreography, yeah. that's the schedule we see. Yeah. But the universe is self-correcting too. Mm. And if because of our free will and our lack of preparation and a kind of shallow critical thought, we have gotten ourselves into relationships and financial circumstances that are not of our highest integrity, yeah. the universe will whoop, yank that shit right the wow. fuck out if we're not really paying attention. I, so this time that you're talking about October 6th is kind of when that... Correct. Happen. Correct. Because, and the reason why I mentioned Venus retrograding in yeah. Scorpio and Libra... Yeah is because archetypally, Scorpio is a zodiac sign that is deemed the most authentic or highly authentic mm. because they can manage relationally and interpersonally or personally and interpersonally um, their own darkness and light. Mm. So they'll be the first ones to kind of congratulate you on a job well done mm. and bear witness to your suffering mm. and not say, oh my God, just get over it. Everything's fine. Don't cry. Yeah. Like I'm going to hold space for you for both yeah. your, your glory and your heartbreak. So that's why they're authentic because life is both beautiful yeah. and extremely heartbreaking as a wow. day like today that's reminds so us. Yeah. So in relationships, while Venus retrogrades there, mm -hmm. that's going to be the real test is like, how you doing supporting your partner's success? Mm. Because you think that that comes naturally, but does it really? No. No. We're, we no. get upset if they want to go. It, and I think uh, what just came to me is that what astrology just too is like, it kind of shows the real sides of people that are like those bad traits. That's one thing I liked about mm. looking into astrology was that, or the things that I read was always like the good traits and then the bad traits. Yes. And then it, it kind of is like, it kind of shows you some of your own faults. You're yes. like, oh shit. Because we're all both. Yeah. And I think yeah. identifying like where a Capricorn can get it wrong, where a Gemini, where a Cancer yeah. can miss the mark is really allows us then to kind of recognize it when it's mm -hmm. happening and then actively identify with mm -hmm. solutions and, and just problem-solving strategies that yeah. get us out of that yeah. shadow characteristic, yeah. That's so interesting, Colin. So how has um, being an astrologist kind of like helped your well-being and your relationships and, mm. and your relationship with yourself? That's a great question. I think it has allowed me to testify mm. to these principles. I experience in my life, more often than not, it really is the rule rather than the exception, the experience of knowing that the universe is invested in my joy, mm -hmm. in my success, mm -hmm. and my inner peace. Yeah. And if I'm an astrologer, I can't give that to you. I can only just testify to it. Mm -hmm. And my clients, I think, are smart enough to know 
the difference between someone who's memorizing and pulling theory out of thin air mm. versus a person who's speaking on a level of gravitas, having experience, the suggestion that I'm yeah. giving you in this reading. Yeah. Right? So it has really helped me in that regard. And it's just helped me to just like salute the beauty in all 12. Mm. Because each one has a function. No yeah. more or less important than the other. Yeah. And I really at a point in my life where like I, I love, I'm just going to sound like Pollyanna, but I love all signs equally. Mm. I'm like, oh, you go Taurus. Like, you go Cap. You know, <laughs> you go Pisces. I, I was going to ask, right? like, like, if you, you know, had it. Because I have friends that are like, if they meet a guy and they find out that they're a certain sign, they're like, no. But you, you should say that's very unhealthy. Love, mm, that's true. Because you don't know how evolved a person is. And no. Like, yeah. And then you always, I like to hit people with, oh, yeah, because if there's a perfect person out there, are they looking for you? <laughs> Yo, for yeah, real. Like, yeah. What are they doing yeah, looking oh for God, you? Yeah, that's so true. Cause right. You're yeah, right. Because you're sitting there, like, put your arms crossed. Yeah. Like, beep, 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 beep. Like, fold the fuck back. I love, I, what, who are your clients? What kind of clients do you have? Because I would love to have you come over and, like, consult with me. And consult with you. Because you have that New York rawness. I think people would, like, appreciate that, that you're giving this type of, like, uh, advice. Thank you. And then, you, like, you're so real with it, too. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm not the only one. You know, yeah. I, a lot of my astrology inspirations mm -hmm. are people who are able to make the stars really accessible and really practical mm -hmm. and really direct. Like, we're not sugarcoating anything yeah. here, yeah. you know? Uh, my clients are beautiful. They're diverse. They're mm. beautiful. They are coming to me from many religions and no nice. religions. You know, I've had Muslim clients, Orthodox Jewish clients. Mm. I've had atheists. I've had Wiccans. Mm. It's it's beautiful. You know, and I see them in different uh, genders and races, sexualities, non-gender conforming. Mm. It's just, it's fantastic I because I, I get to hear different testimony, which mm -hmm. is beautiful to amass from my own understanding. Right, but then also really recognize we have much more in common than we think. Mm, that's true too. We have that's much more too. in common than we think. The shared humanity aspect is real, and that's yeah. another privilege of my career is that I get to see that because, mm -hmm. you know, people don't always come to me because everything is going well. Mm. You know, I have that job. It's not this one. <laughs> I used to work as a bridal stylist, mm. so everything was going well for them. Oh, right. Yeah. Everything was going well. You know, they came in, everything's great. They got their husband. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's get a gorgeous dress. Call it a day. Uh -huh. Right. This job is completely different. That's so interesting, Colin. Yes, yes, yes. Because I only started working as an astrologer full time for about about a year now. So wow. it, was, it was last September. That's really dope that you can do it full time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Really it, cool. it was. Because we're like uh, creatives, and uh, we have. So the fact that someone can do their, what they want to do full time to me, I'm always like, that's dope. And it was extremely hard and it was definitely, it wasn't handed to me yeah. for sure. Cause I yeah. just want to identify that this mm -hmm. is like, you know, you have to kind of put in that blood, sweat yeah. and tears first. Yeah. But then what's beautiful is that's not just my life. That's straight up principle. Mm -hmm. So for your example, so mm -hmm. long as you are honoring the content yeah. of what your heart feels functionally, mm -hmm. irreducibly hardwired to express, mm -hmm. you will work by yourself full time. Absolutely. I, I love that. There is no doubt. That's that's universal principle. Yeah, yeah right. That, this isn't just my life. Yeah, right? yeah. This is, you know, this is straight up metaphysical law we're talking about here. You're absolutely right. I, want, I am curious. I want you to do kind of like a brief synopsis of like all 12 signs. Ooh, like for our listeners. Okay. Like just a little, like a little brief. Oh. Like if someone's like, I want to know from him what a Gemini is supposed to be like, like what will he say? Well, I am a Gemini, so I got a lot yeah, to say about with, yeah, that. Yeah, start with Gemini, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gemini, they are ruled by Mercury. They are a mutable air sign. 
So what Gemini is here to do is transition dialogue between speakers and listeners themselves mm. and other people. Uh, you know, I'm sure we've been around many of them at parties or maybe we even do it ourselves where we're just constantly talking about ourselves. Mm. Or you're listening to somebody else who is physically incapable of speaking on anything that isn't self-referential. Mm. Ooh, it's like <laughs> believe I'm like shut the fuck up already. <laughs> God, you tone deaf bitch. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I like that you can say this about your own sign. I uh, yeah. Well, like I am not biased. No, well, Gemini is the one that says, and you're done. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. the microphone. Yeah. Right, Capricorn will That's go for true. you. Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign, so it helps to know that every single zodiac sign is a unique combination of what is called a quality or a modality in astrological schools of thought. So there, it's cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Those are the only three. Okay. And element, air, fire, earth, and water. Gotcha. So all 12 are a unique combination of both. Mm -hmm. So Gemini, mutable air. Capricorn is cardinal earth. Okay. So cardinal signs initiate. They are born the month after a seasonal equinox. Mm. So, of course, winter equinox dawns the first day of Capricorn season. Yeah, oh my God. Right? <laughs> so, very cool. Own it, right? So, Capricorns then initiate mm -hmm. what the Earth element does, which is structure, safety, mm -hmm. reliability, consistency, and a sense of trust. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, and each one has that function. Now, if someone were to say Capricorn is boring, like we discussed, I don't know if that's being recorded <laughs> or not, but it's not that they are boring. It's just that trust does take time. Yeah. And if you initiate trust, you know that's not going to happen overnight. No. It happens in small moments over mm -hmm. an extended period of time. Capricorns mm -hmm. function. Mm -hmm. Cancer is cardinal water. So they're the opposite. Mm -hmm. They initiate emotionality. They are the first introduction in the Zodiac's calendar of a water sign. Mm -hmm. So cancer appears. And cancer initiates in the Zodiac sentimentality, mm -hmm. emotional safety, family, and home. So I cancer reaches their highest level of functioning mm -hmm. when they infuse their work and their relationships with that quality. Mm -hmm. Aries is cardinal fire. Initiate new identity. They were born on the new, they were born in the first day of the new astrological calendar, mm -hmm. which is why Aries are very much known for their personas, right? Okay. Aretha Franklin, Lady Gaga, uh, Mariah Carey, for example. Yeah. Like, this is me, right? And they need to do that because they, so and they're beautiful in the yeah. sense that they teach the whole zodiac what you do when asking for permission to live? That's live your true. fucking life. That's what you worried so about? True. Don't ask for permission. Ask That's for forgiveness. True. That's what my Aries always, my Aries moon always tells me. <laughs> and then Taurus is fixed earth. So they embody values, security, consistency. So oh, <laughs> they'll die for you too. Oh my God. They'll, they will stop the earth from spinning for their loved ones. They'll separate the seas. They'll oh. do anything. Really aesthetic too. They're ruled by Venus. So mm. they love the arts. They love harmony. They love they love understanding and just a sense of sensuality and pleasure. Um, so I did Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. Leo mm -hmm. is fixed fire. So they embody worthiness because they're the Zodiac's monarch. Mm -hmm. They're the king and queen. Do you think of royal family worries about whether or not they're worry worthy to receive love yeah. and belong? No. Mm -hmm. They know. Bitch, look at who the fuck I yeah, am. Leo's <laughs> I love them though. Yeah, I too. love them. Because you know what? If they see that you too mm -hmm. are somebody who just like runs their shit, sits yeah. on the throne, owns their kingdom, has the crown on the head, mm -hmm. 
they're the loudest cheerleader in your support mm, system. I have to say that. My ex of like six years was a, was a Leo. Right. And they always like, oh my God, they're like really self-centered and like no. all about me. I felt like we fed off each other. Yes. Yeah. Because Capricorn's yeah. like, bitch get to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Leo's like, I'll lighten the fuck up. <laughs> oh my God. Right. And then like, Okay, good. You're right. So let's yes, work together. Barack yes. and Michelle Obama. That, I always Catholic think about Marcoffo. them. Oh my God. I always right? think about them in that like he, she was like his like mentor. Which oh yeah. I think it's like the dopest shit. You know ever. who the power behind the fucking yes. White House was. Yes. It certainly wasn't Barack. Yes. No yes, offense. Definitely Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And that's her. some Capricorn shit. Yo, for real. I'll just make you think you're in charge. It's okay, baby. Come right. No, it. right. Yeah. You're <laughs> the commander in chief, boo boo. Whatever you say. I'm just the first lady. Uh, and then we have Virgo. Who is mutable Earth? So they transition. Are service. they? They're now, right? Correct. So okay, everybody okay. celebrating the birthday between August twenty third to September twenty third gotcha. is a Virgo, and they transition Earth element, right? And that's very much geared towards service. Mm. So Virgos are really always wondering how can I help? How can I? How can I contribute here? What do I need to do? And that's that beautiful safety, security, and reliability. Yeah. And then Libra is a cardinal air sign. So they initiate interpersonal understanding. Mm. They are the first chapter in the Zodiac's calendar that fortifies and articulates relationships. Mm. One through six oh my God, I can so see are all about individual kind of personal growth, yeah. right? Libra initiates romantic containers, relationship mm. collaboration, which is why, you know, late September, early October, the most romantic time of year easily. Oh, that's true. It's right? Like fall, fall, cuffing right? season. Yeah, that's yeah. when it all starts. Yeah. <laughs> November. See, everything's related. I know. Well, related right. And honestly, if anybody's listening and thinks astrology is a crock of shit, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But just use it as a vehicle for connection. Yeah. Use Because yeah. everything, we're all saying the same yeah. shit. All these yeah. things are connected. And that's so when you true. start, and when you start to see like, oh my God, there's just a big matrix here. You're on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Aquarius, uh, excuse me, Scorpio is fixed water. So they really embody emotional intimacy. Like I was mm -hmm. saying, they hold partners light and dark simultaneously. And everyone says like they're the sexiest. Like, oh yeah, no, they have sex appeal. But more often than not, they're the most intimate. Mm. And what they recognize and demonstrate to partners and everybody is that like through sexual healing and through a person's perception that can hold your greatness and your difficulty, you will transform. What is more sexually, what is more beautiful than like a sexually transformative experience? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's better than that? Yeah. Scorpio. God bless. Sagittarius. I love them. Mutable fire sign. They're my opposite sign. Okay. Uh, so they are, they are, they're mutable fire. Mm -hmm. So they transfer wisdom. And a lot of people sort of always say, oh my God, Sagittarius is so lucky. Like everything goes their way. It's just, they're always in a good mood it and blah, blah, blah. It's going to seem like. You know why? This is their secret. They're going to kill me, but I think they'll love it because I'm sharing like their, their wealth here. Sagittarius proactively perceives the innocence and the opportunity in all situations involved. Mm. You know how you're with somebody and they're like, sussing you out? Like, she's going to fuck up. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You accidentally fuck up. Mm. That's what bad energy is. Yeah, yeah. Right? When we feel weird around somebody. Yeah. Sag just holds everybody, gives them the space to be their best selves. Mm. And that's who we... That behave well around so it's not that they're lucky that's so true my god random go so ahead my older sister is a sag and she um works in hr okay do you think that oh, helps her right perfect like as you were explaining that i was like my sister's and she's really good at her oh, job of course. Of just understand and she told me one day that hr isn't about 
she said HR is about managing personalities and I feel like I don't know maybe her I think her yes. sign helps her yes like, because she perceives them as their best selves mm-hmm. and no she's not blind to when they make yeah, mistakes yeah. right but proactively because this world is cruel enough mm-hmm. and we're constantly being auditioned by friends by family members by romantic partners like just I waiting love for that us. you use that term audition yeah well yeah. we are and yeah. we know it yeah. we know it so to the people who use that yeah. as defense mechanism let me just fucking tell you you ain't fooling nobody mm-hmm. <laughs> we fucking see that shit yeah. and then again what have you done lately yeah yeah. There, I like how you I always are like, but yeah, well, because yeah. that's that's the real shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like you sitting out there with a the pointed finger. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck have you done? Mm-hmm. Everyone's a critic. What are you contributing? And that's when the real work starts, I think, yes. on on self discovery that people aren't willing to no. get into. And that's where and and make no mistake, the wellness community is not immune to those kind of self preoccupied yeah. and self referential or blaming yeah. and pathologizing conversations, mm-hmm. right? Because. The ego loves pseudo-sophisticated spiritual mm-hmm. fucking jargon, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> uh, but no, it, it happens. And I think Sagittarius is really a wonderful teacher because they, te- they show us that even in full total catastrophe, yeah. you can find something beautiful. Yeah. And Capricorn, like we said, initiating mm-hmm. structure, Aquarius, they embody a sense of shared humanity. When Aquarius is at their peak, mm-hmm. they treat everybody with this beautiful, consistent golden rule. Mm-hmm. And they don't really treat a whole lot as more or less special. They just sort of initiate a sense of like, there's a light in you, there's a light in you, there's a light in you, and everybody gets the best. No mm-hmm. one's special to me. Because in the eyes of the universe, no one is more or less special. Yeah, yeah. We are humans and we make mistakes and we don't always react from that. But according to the infinite intelligence here, no one is more or less special than the other. Yeah. Pisces is mutable water. Mm-hmm. So Chris, thank you for starting uh, our space here. And they have just a really beautiful sense of transitioning sentimentality mm-hmm. and emotionality because they are the last sign in the zodiac. Oh. So what they do is they sort of like, with creativity and with their mm-hmm. their compassion and empathy, they really remind the zodiac that the only thing that matters in all of those chapters was love given and received. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that and makes sense that Chris started this company <laughs> right and look at what he's look at what his life as such an example yeah. has done to really kind of recognize if i'm out of service to other people mm-hmm. with like quality and love and loyalty then i am not the person i'm capable of yeah i love that yeah so what advice would you have someone um who's starting out on like this health and wellness self-discovery journey mm-hmm. and is thinking about astrology as a part of that oh journey? great like what would you how should someone start well you know? I'm a big fan of kind of inquiring with the universe because the law of free will is very much in effect, so it can't intervene without our, our explicit permission. So just asking, you know, universe, what is the astrology book that you would have me learn today? And the book will fall at your feet. Mm. Wow. That's the way this works. And if it's not astrology, if it's like, what's the book I need to read on practicing forgiveness for my father? Mm. The book will appear. Yeah. So what is a, a lasting message that you'd like to leave our community and our, our listeners? Ooh. Two things, if I may, of course, Gemini. Um, <laughs> that the present moment right now is pre-programmed perfectly for your highest level of success, self-actualization, and joy. Okay. And the second is that the universe is always willing to enter into your thought system and give you the divine direction to get you there. Wow. 
Yes, that's what I would Thank say. Thank you so much, Colin. Oh, of course. Thank you for so having much. me. I hope you enjoyed being on I did. today's episode. I, I feel like I learned a lot. I did yeah. too. And I hope that you we welcome you to come back on. I would love and, that. And maybe you can get us through this new retrograde that's happening in October. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think that would I be might get through it too. I mean, shit, I got to make sure I didn't piss no, off any right. boys. <laughs> All our romantic relationships are going to blow up next I know. month. We're going to be like sitting at each other like half yes. fucking dead. I'm going to have like we're a twig in my hand. We're going to need support. I know. Like, I know. Oh Just God. shut the phones off. Cancel yes. the apps. Yes. Write the apology letter. I'm sorry. I know. Yes, let's Yay. do it. Thank let's you again, it. Colin. Thank Woo. you. Yay. That was great.